Alright, here we are recording solo. Welcome back to trying to figure it out. My roommate has now fully moved in. She's going to be here for the next few months. So the studio is now hybrid bedroom. We have two dogs in the house. We have some changes going on, but it's great. And I love the company. I'm not used to having a roommate. I haven't had a roommate in a minute. So it's been good. And I love it. I am excited for this episode. I'm excited for this whole month. We are starting Toxic Friendship Awareness Month. Toxic Friendship Awareness Month is really just to shed light on the importance and the complexities of friendship. And I think we spend so much time talking about relationships with significant others. And, you know, we talk about drama with our friends or a fight we get into or an argument, but. I think that there's so much more to be said about what comes with being in a toxic friendship and what comes with friendship breakups and friendship changes and post-college friendship, post-marriage friendship. I mean, I'm not there yet, but you know, there's so many changes that happen to our friendships as we age. And I think that this month-long segment is going to be really interesting to really dive into all the complexities of it and all the nitty gritty things that can come out of friendship. So here we are with episode one of Toxic Friendship Awareness Month. Welcome. I'm excited. We're going to get some great people on and I can't wait to get into it with you guys. So I want to start with you guys earlier in my life when my friendships were first developing and I was learning who I was and I was in elementary school and this is when I started to learn that I just wanted to be liked and I was the type of person that really liked to give too much to my friends and do the most to make sure that no one was mad at me or that I didn't do something wrong or anything like that. So first memory I have of me being this way is when I was in lower school, I was on the same bus as this one girl and we didn't always get along. We were always friendly. We're still friendly now. But at the time, I just always wanted to like start the day right with her not disliking me because I didn't like the idea of us not getting along and I just I felt like I needed to like buy her love which is such a toxic trait honestly on my part I think that's definitely something that I've noticed about myself that I don't like and I need to work on because I don't want to buy people's love I want to be in friendships with people who I love and who love me for me and I want to believe that I'm worthy of love just for being myself, not for doing something or giving too much or anything like that. So anyway, I was on the same bus as this girl and every night I would call her before school and I would be like, hey, um, do you want me to make you pancakes with Nutella for the bus tomorrow morning? Like I can bring you breakfast for the bus and, and we can sit together and listen to music and that would be my way to like fall asleep without anxiety that it wasn't going to be a good day and just believe that that would set the tone for her and I to have a great day and for her and I to be friends and for that friendship to really last such a flaw on my part like looking back I mean that makes me sound awful because that's not what she wanted from me or demanded from me but once I moved to California you know life started to really change for me and Honestly, I was still that person that was always afraid of what people thought of me when it comes to friendships. It's really weird because 
when it comes to relationships with the men I've dated, I'm so forward. I will say this upset me. This hurt my feelings. This made me feel this way. I I have a crush on you. Like I will share how I feel whenever I want to feel it. There's no holding me back. But when it comes to friends, I have such a hard time expressing when I feel hurt or if something's bothering me or cutting a friend out. I have such a hard time doing that. And I think part of that comes with lack of validation in the past. I think I've been friends with a lot of people where when I have tried to express something, it's met with no apology at all, honestly, and mostly just something projected back onto me or why my feelings might not have been correct or why something that I was feeling wasn't validated. And so I kind of just continued on this journey of being this person that always wanted to please my friends. And that was with my emotional support, with giving them things, with doing things for them, taking them places, surprising them with things, and just really doing way too much. Honestly, just really doing too much to a point where it's not even fair to them. Like, I can't offer you something that sounds amazing. Like, here, let's go on a trip to the Bahamas. I'll cover the whole thing. I can't expect someone to just say no to that. It's on me to not offer that and to believe that those people will still love me just as much. After my surgery, I really realized that I don't have the bandwidth. I was like, I don't have the energy to send my morning good mornings to you and make sure that you have a great day and send you a paragraph asking how you're feeling about this person and that person and, you know, give you the support that I'm used to giving you. I didn't have the bandwidth to do that. I could not even get out of bed. I was anxious every day. I just didn't have it in me. And I think I also had like a post-surgery awakening of just wanting better for myself. I didn't have a near-death experience. It was more just, I just want to enjoy my life more. I want to be happier. I want to have better in my life in every aspect. I really started to make changes at that point because the minute that I couldn't give certain amounts of myself to certain people that were in my life at the time, it all went to shit. Like literally, I went through like multiple friendship breakups in that time period. And I also regained friendships that I strayed away from for a long time because of those friendships, because they didn't go together. They didn't go hand in hand and you couldn't have both. And I didn't want to do it anymore. Like I didn't want to be in friendships with people that didn't make me feel good. At first, that felt so drastic and so intense for years of friendship just down the drain. And then I felt so free. That is sign number one of a toxic friendship. If if it takes you that long to realize, I'm sorry because it sucks and it happened to me too. But if you feel that way after losing a friend, trust me, you needed to lose the friend because I feel like the quality of my life is genuinely better, happier, more enjoyable, less stressful. I feel so much happier and it sounds fucked up. I have no ill feelings towards any of the people that I'm no longer friends with at this point in my life. You know, I wish you the best and I hope that you have 
an amazing life. That's all I hope for you. But I feel so free and I feel so happy and so grateful for my friends now and my network of people that are in my life that have been there for me. The last two years have been the hardest two years of my life. And I can confidently say that I would not be able to be living in Los Angeles without my family. I would not be able to have gone through the last two years without the amazing women and people and men. I would not be able to have been through any of what I've been through without them. And I'm so much more aware of what I want in a friendship. I just have such a higher standard for myself and for others and for what I want out of friendships and boundaries too. I'm 24. I don't have to text my friends every single day for us to still be best friends. I don't have to send you a good morning to make sure you know that I'm thinking about you. I don't have to do that. Like I can just be me. And if I see you once on a Friday and then I don't see you for two more Fridays, that's okay. Or if I don't see you for a month or if I see you every day of the week, we can still be whatever friends that we are. You know, you go through these cycles of when friendships are different and It's like in college, all you have is friendships and relationships and that's all you do is spend time with friends. And now it's like we're all working or doing what we're passionate about or figuring out what we're passionate about and our time spans for each other are just different, you know? It's not the same as it was when we were 19 or 21 even. It's different now and that's okay. And I just feel like I... I'm so much happier having friends in my life who love me for me and it's given me the space to learn to love myself. Removing the toxic friends that I've had in my life has allowed me to spend time learning what I like about me. The reason I'm sharing this and the point of this is to express that friendships are the best thing in the world. Having great friends is everything. Your friends are your people. They're your rocks. They're your family. You know, my friends are my family. If you are my best friend or one of my best friends, you are my family and I will treat you like my family. And I finally can sit here and say, I know who my friends are and I know which ones of them are family. And I know that I am in a place where I have seated out and had the friendship breakups that I was too nervous to have. And I'm just happy and grateful for my network. My motto is quality, not quantity. I don't care how many friends I have. If I have one or 25, as long as they're all amazing, I don't care how many of them there are. There's no standard for me. I have friends from all different groups, all different places, and I'm just grateful for every single one of them. And My advice to you, if you're struggling with friendship, if you have a friend that's not lifting you up or making you feel good, then do something about it. Don't be afraid to speak up about how someone is making you feel. We are adults. We are independent and we deserve to feel good at all times. And there's so much that life throws at us every single day. And if we have people in our lives that don't make that easier or help us get through those things, then those people aren't needed in our lives. They just aren't. I don't think that this is an episode to say someone's right or wrong. I don't think that there is really a right or wrong when it comes to feelings. I think everyone's feelings are valid. Everyone is entitled to their emotions. I just 
feel how I feel. And I think that the friends that I'm no longer friends with feel the way they feel. And that's fine. I'm confident and happy with who I am and the choices I've made. And that's all I really can say. We're going to do a fun little Al piece three. I'm just like, you know what? No theme for this one. I'm just going to tell you three songs that I'm loving right now because I'm in a great mood. Today is a good day. It's been a good week. So I'm going to tell you my three favorite songs at the current moment. Okay. Satellite Harry Styles. I was not a Harry Styles girl. I am now. I admit it. I wasn't. I know I was that person that was like, oh, I don't like Harry Styles. I'm not into it. I like him now. Satellite. One of the greatest songs I've ever heard in my life. Lemon Tree Post Malone. So good. People are shitting on the album. I don't know why you guys are all so unaware of how incredible it is and you should give it another listen. Lemon Tree. Great song. Yes, it's weird to hear Post Malone get all country, but he was originally a country artist. So listen to it again. It's great. He's amazing. And we're just going to go right back to Tate McRae because her album is so fantastic. Boy X on repeat. You killed it, Tate. Alexander 23. Amazing song. Amazing songwriting. Everything about it. I'm literally obsessed. It's just so good. Okay, guys. We are going to wrap up this week's episode of trying to figure it out. I am so grateful for you all for listening. I am so excited for this whole month. We're going to get a psychologist on. We are going to get my boyfriend and his whole entire group of friends on so that you guys can see what their friend group is like. And honestly, I've never met a group like theirs. They're hilarious. The way they get along is so special. They have such an incredible bond with each other. And I think it'll be really cool to see their whole dynamic in the podcast and see how that unfolds. And then we are going to bring Bo back and I cannot wait. We're going turtle racing too, by the way. So stay tuned for an update on that because I'm very excited for that. Okay, guys, thank you for listening. We'll see you next week on trying to figure it out. 